What is going on, everybody? It's your favorite struggling entrepreneur and host, Chauncey A. McQueen, and I'm back with season two. And before we get into this episode, I have to say a huge thank you to all the listeners out there, whether you're new, old, whatever. If it wasn't for you guys, there would literally be no new season at all, because who the fuck would I be talking to? But you guys keep me going, and for that, I thank you. And with that being said, welcome to season two, episode one. And this episode is pretty special to me because I've always wanted to have a, uh, a live show, so I decided to do a live show to kick off season two. So just a fair warning, the audio is not perfect because it's obviously live. However, it's a super inspirational episode, which leads me to the first guest of the season, Nicole Anderson, the founder and CEO of Her Wine, a Black-owned Atlanta-based wine company. Nicole shares with us how you can be on one path and totally transition into another one with hard work and determination and when a roadblock pops up to stop you you find a way to keep on i introduce to you nicole anderson what is going on everybody and welcome to season two of how to struggle as an entrepreneur and we are starting off this season so dope i am so happy well hold on before i even tell you the guests that i have here you guys if you are watching or if you are listening to this on whatever you're listening to, I just want you guys to know that we are recording live right now. And y'all know I don't even talk in front of people. I don't really do people like that, but we trying something different. We doing people this year. We're trying something different. You know, something different for 2022. I've been, you know, 2021 was a little it's a little rocky. So I would I need to, you know, I need to take more risks this year. That's what I'm gonna try. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys haven't already could tell, I have a very special guest with me today. Special guest, you want to introduce yourself? Yes, hi everybody. Her wines. And if you guys listen to the podcast that I tried before, you guys already heard our episode. But when I started this new podcast, How to Struggle as an Entrepreneur, and I was doing season two, I knew I had to bring you back on because that conversation that we had that day insane we got deep it was dope it was dope i y'all it was so dope if you haven't had a chance to listen to it oh well because you're not gonna be able to listen to it because it's gone but it was dope it was dope but thank you so much for coming back on i really appreciate it when you're telling me your story you resonated with it a lot i don't sell wine but you know you know period Period. That is a big thing. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So go ahead and you want to introduce yourself to the people? Tell them who you are, what you do. They know you sell wine, but you know, what's your what's your story? Oh man. Where did I begin? Um, so I am what I kind of call a in-between entrepreneur. Which okay. Which means that I am still juggling a corporate job while balancing building an empire. And so um, by day, I'm a marketing director, and then I switch on my, my entrepreneur hat and um, my seven to six, which really doesn't exist. It's really all day, every day. I just squeeze it in. Right. Work. 
Um, but I sell wine. I, I built a wine brand. Um, my own, like this is, these are my varietals, my concoctions that I created. And, um, and yeah, I sell wine. I slang wine in the back. Like I feel you like slang back wine? in the day in the 90s, y'all know, people were like popping their trunk and selling CDs. <laughs> if you ask me for a bottle, it's more than likely I'm going to pop that trunk and be like, I got you, what you need. I like that. I'm more likely to buy wine out the trunk than, in, than on the yeah. shelves. I like that. Yeah, that's dope. Okay, okay. So... Like when you like, so like growing up, did you always know that you wanted to sell wine or like, was there something else that you wanted to do? Like, so I was really, really fortunate. My parents at a very young age instilled in me that entrepreneurship is the route to freedom and not just freedom with money, but freedom with time, freedom with your spirit. Like you just, you get so much more when you own your own. And so I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't know what it was going to be. So I started out, like, I was the candy lady on the block, y'all. Like, I was, like, nine years old. I got, like, <laughs> my parents' patio. We were in this, like, little apartment, Stone Mountain. And I'm over here, like, with my Skittles and my Hot Cheetos trying to get everybody right. So, you know, I knew, like, I had it in in me, but I didn't know what that route was going to be. Okay. And so... You know, fast forward to being in college, I'm drinking now. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to take a shot. But I was like, the, I was the one that was like, yeah, I'm going to take this shot, but where's the, where's the wine? Uh, I don't need the tequila. Where's the wine? So I was always that person, like, seeking the wine. Wine always was my go-to. Uh-huh. And it was just a natural kind of thing for me to fall into it in, in the entrepreneurial aspect. I like that you said that uh, a lot of people like they ask me they'll be like oh like or you know we'll just be like talking because I like to talk to like my friends or I just like talk to people about you know what it is that they want to do or anything like that and a lot of times people are always like oh well I don't know what I want to do I want to become an entrepreneur but I don't know what I want to do and I'm like okay well what like what do you like to do like what do you love you know what I mean for me it was about like I love skincare you know what I mean so I started a skincare company so my question to you know those people are always well what do you like to do like what's your favorite thing to do you know what i mean that you can do forever for free yes you know yes. what i mean yes. so um i like that you i like that you said that um so okay so now that you you started your wine company how hard was that be- and the reason why i ask is because a lot of people get discouraged there's a lot of people that want to start things but they don't do it because they start getting in their head and they're like oh well you know there's you know, a million companies that do this. There's a million hair companies. There's a million lash companies or and things like that. And they're like, oh, well, I can't do it because there's a million of them. What's going to make me different? So what gave you the the courage to be like, you know what, even though there are a million wine companies, I'm still going to do it? Yeah, you know, so for me, it was really interesting. So Rihanna, like right before, she um launched since um in savage actually um she had a quote out there like it was an interview or something and she was like yeah there's a bunch of um makeup it was it was makeup she said there's a bunch of makeup companies out there but no one's me no one is going to do it like me and that resonated with me for some reason because i was like man you know yeah there's a crap ton of wine companies out there i mean this is this is something that's been around for centuries but no one's going to do it like me you know no one has 
the brand that I'm building. No one is it's creating these concoctions the way I'm doing it. So I have my own unique thing that I'm bringing to the table. And why, if I feel this way, then I know there's other people that feel this way and will resonate with it, rock with it, and bite. So why shouldn't I put that out there? So I feel like, you know, Rihanna really inspired me to seeing that quote, thinking about, you know, you have Revlon, you have so many, like, you know, Mac, all these big names that have been in that industry for so long. And for her to come in and completely disrupt it and become a billionaire, not a multimillionaire, not a million, like, she is a billionaire to be able to come in and disrupt an industry that was already, you know, kind of out there and was not dominated by black women let's be you know let's keep that real absolutely so she came and she created something that spoke to her that she used that we resonate with that's the same type of principle that i apply to my mom i love that and especially like when you said like rihanna because that's that's what really made me want to like start my company seeing how she did it and the one thing that i like is that she shake she shakes up corporate america and I love to shake up corporate America. You know what I mean? She doesn't care. She's still her authentic self while still building her brand and still being a businesswoman. So I know for like me, I've had so many people that tell me, oh, well, you shouldn't do this. Or like back when I had my, my dreads and stuff like that, oh, maybe you should cut your dreads because, you know, when you try to go like sell your company to whatever, you know, they might think this about you. I don't care. Sometimes I used to color my hair. I got tattoos. I'm still me, but at the end of the day, I can still walk in a room and hold my own to those same people that, you know, they got their big, you know, business degrees. I can still sit there and have that conversation. When I first got, you know, my company in a store, it was like, well, shit, like, can I handle this? You know what I mean? You know, I got to sit with, you know, I got to sit next to people that like literally where my stuff's on the shelves, right next to it, Miracle Drops. I know Miracle Drops, right? BB Duty, right. So my company is like right across the shelf, you know what I mean? And I ain't got a million dollars yet, yet, right? Yet, <laughs> I ain't got it yet, it's coming. But I just, I, I, the one, the main thing that I like about Rihanna is that she can still be her authentic self while shaking up corporate America. Cause you know, I like to shake up things. So, but yeah, so that's dope. Okay, so now, you know, you started, you know, your wine company, so now what's next so like what do you want to grow from like here like what do you want to do or what do you want to bring to the wine industry that hasn't that isn't already there you know you really hit the nail on it when you said authenticity that's that's what i want to bring to the wine industry my brand um like i mentioned earlier her is actually an acronym so it stands for having evolved repeatedly and the idea behind that is we are constantly going through this evolution of becoming better versions of ourselves. And that spiral means that we're going to go through life. You know, life's going to throw these curveballs at it, life be lifing. You know, like it's a so Hell life. yeah. It's been lifing. So, but you know, I say that because you're still here. Every right. day that you wake up, that you decide to make a choice to choose life, you are here. So what are you going to do with that day? And so this wine was dedicated to celebrating those moments, big and small. You know, like I think a lot of times we don't celebrate those small moments. Like you went through work today and you ain't cussing nobody out. 
Cheers. Hello. You're a mother and you know, or you're a father and you just successfully put your kids down for the day. You are raising the next generation. That's a whole, that is a thing. I think we negate that sometimes. So cheers. You know, you deserve that. Sometimes you have these moments where we lack. Right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there's each of the wines represent those moments where we have these experiences where we need to to celebrate or be in that moment. And it's totally okay to be okay with not being okay. It's totally okay to say, you know what, I'm taking a sip of wine today, I'm popping this bottle, not because of something major. You know, a lot of times we like to hoard the good stuff and be like, I'm going to wait until a special moment. Yeah. You woke up today. That's a special moment. Right. You know, all, you know, like you are here, you are present. That's a special moment. Celebrate that. So that's what this wine is all about. It's about highlighting those moments, big and small, and being a partner on your journey with life. That is what we do. I love that. I love that you said taking the time to like enjoy or like you know like congratulate yourself or like pat yourself on the back because like i have a huge problem with that i can like literally bust my ass and then be like i feel like i'm not doing enough you know what i mean and not really take the time to like and then that just like stresses me out more and things like that so i try to tell people like all the time like if you are like working hard take time like fucking relax go on vacation if you can afford it you know, do like do some do something that makes you happy. Go to that new restaurant that you haven't tried or something yet. Because if not, then you're just gonna get stuck in this cycle. Because you know, a lot, there is something, especially with our generation, that is just like work, 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 work. You know what I mean? And it's just this never-ending cycle. You know what I mean? And it's just like you kind of get stuck in a rut. Like you, you're working. But you're not, nothing is really coming out of it because you're working so hard, but you're tired. Yes. So it's not quality work. Yes. It's just, it's okay work, but it's not quality work. Yeah, so I'm I'm so glad that you, you said that because sometimes, you know, I'll have a stressful day and then I'll go crack open some wine. Let me tell you, so I'll, I'll get, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be deep. Let's go deep, deep. deep, deep, deep. Yeah, we're going to go deep, okay. deep. So I'm going to be transparent with you guys. So kind of keep it with that thread of, Know, working yourself too hard. So, like I mentioned, you know, I am in marketing, and I so I have a, I have a team. There's a whole, you know, business that I support, and at the same time, building this empire. And last year, um, it really took a toll on me. So last year, I experienced. Um, so take it. We're gonna get deep, deep. We're gonna go deep, deep. Season two, we're going deep. <laughs> into me building this brand from scratch, you know, starting this whole this whole brand and this journey, and it was called Unwind at the time, I get a letter in the mail from a company um, that has a brand called Unwind as well with a cease and desist. Now, I don't know if anybody's ever received like a formal legal letter in the mail about, you know, anything like severe, but my heart shrank, y'all. I was scared. I'm, I'm crying in the car. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what is this? These people are trying to take my business. What's going on? And like I said, I've only been in business for seven months. So there was no legal team on, on call. There isn't, you know, people like a whole, there, there is no team. Let's just call it what it is. Like it's, we're solopreneur at this point. Right? Yeah, oh, I like that word. And yeah, so so I'm freaking out. 
And in between the time of me, um, you know, trying to understand what a cease and desist even is and actually securing a lawyer, they formally sued me. So I had to put my business on ice for a month while I had to figure out, you know, what the cease and desist was, how to get, you know, like figuring out like what this means. These people were asking for money, y'all, that they don't exist. The business only been in existence for seven months. They're asking for me to completely, like, like pretty much put me out of business. So in that moment, I was defeated. You know, like, I felt like, oh, my gosh, you know, when I first originally came up with the name online, I thought it was brilliant. I'm spelling online with an E. I'm thinking, like, oh, this is cute. I don't know why they got this out here. And sure enough, there's others out there. Now, um, you know, when you're an entrepreneur and you're operating in this in, in this sense of this is my vision, we always ask God, right? Like, you know, God, I want to get here. I want to get here. This is where I'm going. This is what I want. And oftentimes, we have to be taught lessons to, to get there. You know, like, if I'm saying I want to be a multimillionaire, billionaire, do they not get sued? You know what I mean? Is that not a, a common thing for them? So in a in an odd way, I sort of manifested this lawsuit that came upon me. But at the same time, my let me tell y'all how God works, though. So we serve a mother freaking good God. He poured into me and, and, and told me, don't worry about this. This, this. this too soon shall pass, right? And I decided to not put any more energy, negative energy towards this. I decided to not even really think about it when it came up and, and my lawyers are calling me and we're having to go through negotiations. I dealt with it then and then I let it go because at the end of the day, God told me it was going to be okay. When I tell you nine months later, it comes out that this white company, I hate to say this in 2022, that we still are dealing with discrimination in our businesses. But um, it comes out that there are several companies, wine companies, with the name Unwind. This particular company just decided to target the minority business because I was the small fish, so they thought in the big seat. But what I didn't do, because like I said, God poured it to me and told me that it was going to be okay. Every time they hit me with something, I rejected it. They were like, oh, okay, well, um, if you give us 100000 we'll let it go. Nah, no deal. Okay, well, what if we put it down to 50000 Still no deal. Well, we'll just take money off the table, but you can't talk about it. We don't want you to even use the name Unwind in social media. Now, y'all know Unwind is a common thing to say. So you're telling me that I can't use that as a hashtag and name or nothing? Right, right. No deal. All that, just continuing to push, believe in myself, believe in my business, believe in my rights as a business owner, and push that to them finally saying, you know what? We don't want no smoke. I love that you said that. I let me tell you something. I love that you said that because people will go in on this entrepreneurial journey and they'll get like, you know, when especially when like legality things come, they start getting scared. And one thing for me I had to realize and I just had to learn just through trial and error is that it happens. I would have never thought that I would have to go to court for anything pertaining to my business within the first year. You know what I mean? But one 
really great piece of advice that I like to give to entrepreneurs and especially young entrepreneurs is even if you don't feel confident when you walk when you're faced with something and you walk in that room I don't give a fuck how you know whatever you was dealing with back there when you walk into that room you better be the the baddest motherfucker in that room you know what I mean so like literally I, I don't know well, we haven't had that coming I don't think we had it when the last time I you know did the podcast but when I had hired a PR person yeah, we oh we did talk about that Okay, so yeah, we had, when I had hired that PR person, and then it was like, you know, I got to, you know, I had to go to court because I was trying to get my money back for things that he did not do, and he was trying to, you know, go to, okay, well, this is the contract and things like that. Now, one thing that people will try to do all the time, and especially because I'm young, I'm young. Now I got tattoos and things like that, so they think I'm not as smart as I am. I'm very fucking smart very fucking smart so he's trying to throw the contract at me and stuff like that and he's like oh well you're not getting money no you are because now i'm going to tell you how you're wrong you're trying to run game on me you can't run game on me because i'm street smart i'm street smart i'm street smart before i'm book smart i'm book smart but i'm street smart before i'm book smart you can't run game on me so literally when that happened he thought that he wasn't going to give my money back and he was like okay well take it to court Okay. Now it now me, I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, well let's go. How the fuck I'm a how the fuck I'm a you know, afford that? I'm afford a lawyer. How how am I going to afford to go I'm like, damn, I'm like, that just time, man. How the fuck I'm gonna afford to go to court? But I don't want him to know that. So I stood my ground and boom. I got my money back. Boom. (laughs) So what is some advice that you would give to a fellow person that's listening and they want to start their own business or they want to become a freelancer or whatever, what is some advice that you can give to them? No, I would say that the best advice to anybody is to take hold. You know, a lot of times we, and it sounds so, you know, like, oh, everybody says that, take the take the I'm telling you for someone who is not necessarily jumping off the plane, I'm walking. Right, because you hear different routes to entrepreneurship, and there's no right or wrong way. You know, some people just, you know, they never get a corporate job; they go straight into it. Some people have the corporate job, and either something happens or they decide to completely cut ties and go right in. And then there's another segment of people that I don't think we talk about a lot of times, which is people who are slowly transitioning into entrepreneurship because. We got bills, you know, like we got obligations. And so oftentimes we can use our check as a crutch to stay where we are. And I'll, you know, tell it, and this is this is coming from someone who always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but then I got into marketing and I went to school for marketing, fell in love with marketing, and I built my career. And I got the job I wanted to get, you know, like my company don't know right now, like they they still grooming me to become a vice president and executive within this business. And I'm already at a at a top tier, right? So this is coming from someone who has started from the bottom, started like the bottom bottom and rose up the ranks and then realized that the sense of fulfillment I was looking for in this role wasn't going to come because I had built it for myself. 
I realized that yes, I could be making this six figure income. This this might be what I thought I wanted, but I'm still not satisfied. I'm right. still missing something. And that thing I was missing was I had built something for myself. I hadn't created something for myself. And that's what, you know, kind of drives me and pushes me and, and really inspires me every day to keep going is because I know that what I'm building is bigger than me. You know, God gave me what I wanted and yet and still I had this void. And it's like, man, you know, we, we, we pray and we think we know what we want. And, and what's that old adage everybody says, you know, tell God what you want. He's going to laugh. Tell him, tell him, you're yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we hear that, right? God blessed me in a way where I achieved a, a portion, not necessarily, you know, listen, in college, I was going to be somebody's CMO, chief marketing officer, like I was going to be on the executive board for somebody. But I get close enough to that and I realize how miserable a lot of these like officers, these CEOs, these executives of these corporations are. They're not happy. They don't no. have time. I don't want to be on the beach as an executive and Your phone you know, ringing. my phone's going off and I got to answer. You know, no, like I'm on vacation. Bye. Right. But you can't do that when you're at a certain level. Absolutely. Until you build your own and you can be like, no, nah, I got people. Yeah. You know, so that's, I think, you know, we don't talk again enough about that in between journey and the people that are kind of walking the plank, not just jumping into it. There's a way. Create that exit. So that would be my biggest advice is to create the exit plan and and stick to it. Give yourself, figure out what, how much money, how much time do you need to take your business to the next level? How much money does that take? Like I had to do my own calculation. I was like, dang, okay. If I want to leave in a year and I feel like I can really take my business up a notch in six months, well, how much does it cost for me to do that? What does three years look like? What does five years look like? You know, how much do I need to have in my bank account for me to feel comfortable? And then start actively pursuing that. Figure out ways to get that money so you can take it and do what you want to do. So that would be my I love that. Absolutely. Thank you. That was so dope. Well, thank you for coming back for season two. I really appreciate it. It's always good having a conversation with you. We like resonate with each other. Um, that last part, I, we always be like, we be here. No, we be here. Uh, thank you for coming on. So what can people expect from you next? Yeah, so we have so many amazing things happening. Really, really excited. Um, first and foremost, we just dropped our treat treat her what yes. is that so it encompasses a collection of um items and kits that are all about enhancing those moments so we have a love bundle so one thing you know i always find this interesting pair is flowers and wine so we partnered with a boss florist here in atlanta award-winning She's partnering with us to have these lunch luxury floral arrangements that are paired with wine, hand delivered to your home. So if you love flowers and wine, we will hand deliver it to you. Um, and it also has our self love kits as well that we just dropped. Okay. So, yeah. So we have our love kits, and um, later this year we're dropping our wine club. Oh, okay, wine club. Yes. Let's go. Yes, it's called You Deserve This. And it's, it's going to be a really, really good wine club. We're adding some sweets to it. So it's not just about getting your wine. It's a whole experience. So stay tuned for that. That's really cool. Awesome. Well, tell the people where they can find you, where they could shop for her wine. Yes, yes. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. It's her wine. And our website is herwine.com. 
Awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on. Thank you guys for listening. I just want to give a shout out to my growing cult following because there would not be a season two if nobody's listening. Podcast is is already weird enough. You like you feel like you're talking to yourself and shit. So thank you. Uh, but you guys know you can follow me at Chauncey A. McQueen on Instagram and underscore how to struggle pod. Until next time, thank you guys for listening. And now thank you guys for watching because it'll be in YouTube now. Yeah, we're making big things. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Talking with Nicole was nothing short of amazing. I felt like I could really relate to so much of the things that she was talking about and the things that she's been through. No, I'm not from corporate America, but, you know, and it, it, it makes me feel like, okay, other people are dealing with the same thing. You know, I got this. And to all my fellow entrepreneurs out there, no matter what level you're at currently or what you have going on, you got this too. This is what this podcast is all about so you can hear the, the things that people go through that are just like you make sure to follow at struggle pod on instagram and head over to howtostrugglepod.com for bonus content you can listen to new episodes every week on apple Podcasts, spotify anchor iheart or wherever you get your favorite podcasts and remember we all struggle at some point turn yours into a triumph until next week Peace.